When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, every single Buffalo sports team has forgotten how to win, but we are not here to talk about that today, as, of course, the Sabres have lost five in a row. The Bills are just tragically losing every game in sight, and Josh Allen is making everybody freak out and making moms start filing petitions to let them know that it's all going to be okay. But we're, we're not talking about that today. You know what we're going to talk about today, Taylor? What's that? Our brand new sponsor, Thin Man Brewery, presenting from here on out through the rest of the season, all episodes of Straight Up Sabres. And to talk about this wonderful new partnership, we have Thin Man Brewery Zone and a friend of both mine and Taylor's, Yvonne. You know him on Twitter at DGWU Sports, Dear God, why us Sports. Yvonne is a part of the team at Thin Man with all of the incredible stuff they have going on there from the new beer drops that they're doing to the new events, partnerships, all of that. Yvonne has a huge hand in it, and we are beyond hyped to welcome Yvonne to the podcast to talk about this exciting new partnership between Thin Man Brewery and Straight Up Sabres. Yvonne, what is up, my man? All right. Thanks, man. That's a really great introduction. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Well, we're you're really paying excited. us now, so of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're super stoked. We, it's a valuable, valuable partnership. We're really excited. Uh, everyone at the brewery is obviously huge Buffalo sports fans, um, and we tend to be really, really sick, sicko Buffalo sports fans mm. as well. Um, mm. We make a lot of beers that are Buffalo sports themed. We're the first ones to make a Bills themed beer, all that good stuff. Uh, we made a couple Sabres themed beers along the way um, to reflect uh, the pain of being a Buffalo sp- sports Ooh. fan, uh, which oh, yeah. is always, you know, made made better by drinking a lot. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and it just made sense. We love you guys. Uh, we're, we're listeners. We're fans. And uh, we, you know, sit in eternal hope that the Sabres will get it together one of these days. And we'll be right there waiting for it. So, Well, amen to that, my man. And, of course, we have to acknowledge, too, that we have you here wearing a white goat head jersey. So, clearly, not only are you incredibly handsome, but you also have impeccable style as well. Who do we got on the jersey? We got we got Hasek 39. Um, I am, uh, I'm, as, as Taylor likes to always remind me, I'm 40 years old. And <laughs> I received this, uh, this jersey, the junior year uh of high school the, the, my birthday and it still fits me which is awesome that is um, yeah i watched this uh, all throughout the 99 playoffs it was uh i saw wore this jersey throughout the 99 playoffs rather uh it's been it's traveled with me to new york city lived in new york for 20 years and just moved back this summer and uh yeah it's my it's my good luck jersey and served me very well and i'm really glad we're back with them although you know return to tradition of the home whites like really we got to get that together like let's mm. just go back to home whites i mean i don't know what we're doing i just 
road color jersey at home, but whatever. You I, get I us. This is the this is this is one of my favorite all time jerseys and uh, my favorite saber ever. So love that. Well, first and foremost, com- completely agree on the whites at home thing. That is just needs to get reinstated. But let's talk a little bit about the partnership here and and get into some of the details because. Yeah. What's really exciting for Taylor and I and why we're kind of beyond stoked about this is because it's just going to be it's more than just us giving you guys ad reads. So, of course, each episode from here on out through the rest of the season is going to be brought to you by Thin Man Brewery. Uh, As we're doing these ad reads, too, we're going to be, you know, keeping everybody updated with new beer drops that you guys have, new events that are going on, any initiatives going on over there. Uh, Here and there, too, we're going to have either yourself or, or another member from Thin Man Brewery on the podcast just to talk about what's going on. On top of that, though, here's where it gets extremely cool and why we are just beyond pumped for this. Events. We are going to, we, as in Taylor and myself, are going to be hosting live events at Thin Man on Elmwood coming up this year through the rest of the season. The first one is going to be announced soon. We can't get into details quite yet, but it's going to be a Buffalo Sports Trivia Night hosted by Taylor and myself. Crazy fun prizes, crazy good time. Taylor and I are going to be making the questions all ourselves. So when we do trivia on the show, a lot of times we'll go off of a a pre-made game for Buffalo Sports Trivia or what have you. But Taylor and I are going to create our own form of trivia. We're going to be the MCs of the night. We are going to be your guides and getting sad or happy or nostalgic about Buffalo sports, about Buffalo in general. It's going to be awesome. So that is one component of the events. The other side of it, too, that we're so psyched about is that We on this show over the years have shown that we are very eager and always happy to welcome on other guests, those who are of Buffalo sports media, um, you know, ranging from we've had guys like Jeremy White on. We've had Chad and Anthony from Expected Buffalo. We've had Matt Bovey on Joe Yurden, Chris Baker, like the list goes on and on. And I'm I'm missing a bunch there as well. Uh, And we're all we're going to do some moderating events where we're going to welcome some members of Buffalo sports media, maybe potentially even some former players and get them involved as well, where Taylor and I are going to be kind of moderating these like audience interactive Q&A's as well. That's going to be a little bit further into the year. And on top of that, and, and coinciding with those panel events, there is going to be a beer made for straight up Sabres. We've already been workshopping some ideas. I'm all about straight up sour as the name of it, but we are <laughs> what started off as Rick's Mavuse, a podcast that Taylor and I made to dick around five years ago has now we're, we're going to have a beer named after our podcast. I am just beyond stoked for this. Taylor, do you want to just jump in with your thoughts on this? I mean, this is a really cool thing. Like when we brought on new sponsors before, we've never really taken the time. Like, you know, we've had, we have DraftKings now, obviously we love DraftKings, but also we've had like Raycon headphones, we've had Manscaped, but we, we've never had something like this that's really kind of catered towards like a real partnership and, and getting to have more than just these ad reads. Like it's very interactive. It's very engaging. Like Taylor, how how psyched are you right now about this? Oh, yeah. Well, speaking for myself real quick, when I came up with the idea for Rick's Mavuse like five years ago, I just wanted a beer named after myself. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't really care about hanging out with Brendan that much. But no, it's really exciting. Honestly, my favorite, uh, the, the thing I'm most excited about is the event stuff because straight up Sabres or what was Blue and Gold Dalene, Blue, Blue and Gold Make Dalene, when that started, it, it was in uh, October 2019. So we didn't even get through a full season before COVID happened. And we had, a, you know, the weird bullshit playoffs and then the nightmare hell season that came after that before a pretty good season last year. But we really haven't had an opportunity to like go out and like meet people 
and like yeah. hanging out with people that listen to the podcast and do that kind of thing. And it's been cool that we've had, especially in the past year or so, a lot more people have started to listen consistently. So there's probably a lot of people out there that, you know, would, would like to come talk hockey with us and, and talk about the Sabres specifically. So that's going to be really cool. And honestly, I do Thin Man trivia, the um, Geeks Who Drink trivia every, well, every other Tuesday or so. So it's, I really, I love trivia as a concept. So I'd love to be on the other side. I can't wait to come up with what I guess I'll go easy and go some, some moderately difficult questions <laughs> for the, uh, the Buffalo sports fans in the area. Yeah, everybody listening right now, I promise you, like, I swear on my life, I'm not going to let Taylor get away with his bullshit questions anymore. <laughs> being like, What was Steve Hines shooting percentage in 1998 from August to, to November? Like some bullshit like that. Well, no, you gotta know that fucking we're, we're, zero. That's what zero, it was. It was right. Zero. Yeah. yeah. Are you a real fan or not? True. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair. But no, yeah, it, it's going to be really cool. And I think that also brings up a really important point too. like from when we started like Rick's views back then, like a lot of it was really just kind of like our friends and extensions of that, like people we knew would kind of listen and stuff. And then the Hockey Podcast Network gave us this great opportunity just because we were beyond lucky that when they were looking for podcasts, they had happened to come across mine and Taylor's and just heard us talking about the Sabres for a, a couple of episodes because, you know, we would always, it would be like the first half of the episode would be like Bills and Sabres. Second half would be like movies and music. Um, and so they reached out to us and were like, hey, you know, we want you guys, to, if you're interested in kind of like abandoning like the variety podcast and doing something strictly hockey, uh, you know, and at the time, Taylor and I were kind of like, well, this is going to be something that's going to kind of give us a little bit of direction and purpose rather than just like aimlessly putting out an episode like once a month or something like that or a couple times a month, whatever. Um, and so I guess the point I'm trying to get at, though, is from where we we're at then to where we are now, obviously, is for one a reflection of the work, Taylor, that you and I have put in. But I think way more than that, it is a reflection of how absolutely lucky we are to have so many people who actually take the time out of their day twice a week all throughout the year to listen to us talk about Sabres. And so I want to just say on behalf of both of us to everybody listening right now, to everybody who has been a listener from the time that we were blue and gold make Darlene all the way through to now, whether you've been following us on social media and you retweet us or like our tweets or Instagram, whatever, or whether you're just, you listen to the episode, you don't follow us on social media, but you just, you know, every week you have it set up so that you're listening to us and downloading and, and you're a supporter of us. Like from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much because Again, like we wouldn't have this opportunity if it weren't for everybody who's been so supportive, you know, whether directly or indirectly. But either way, regardless of that, each and every person who has in any way, shape or form contributed to this podcast getting to where it is right now, like we would not be in this extremely cool position if it wasn't for you. So thank you, everybody, very, very much for listening. Uh, and within that, Yvonne, thank you for listening and just being a cool guy and having a great mustache and being a cool dad. And, and being 40 <laughs> and, and all that, like we appreciate all of those things very much. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's talk about like Thin Man. So, you know, obviously as stoked as Taylor and I are, you know, it, it, for just having a sponsorship and getting to do all the events, it, it's kind of particularly because of the fact that Thin Man is a place that, how do I want to put this? Taylor and I really like to get drunk at. Um, <laughs> we, we many, <laughs> many nights out between Elmwood and Chandler Street. Uh, you know, I've played at both locations like a ton of times with my band. It's always fun uh, beyond it just being like a cool spot 
beyond you, Yvonne, which I've obviously you are just the the cream of the crop of 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 men in this world. <laughs> Everybody at Thin Man is fucking awesome. Like I I don't go in there and and come across anybody who's just like has a shitty attitude or anything like that. Like everybody's always so welcoming in every location. Everyone's trying to just make sure that everyone there is having a good time. And you guys do that. And it just is the kind of place where like, it doesn't matter, you know, uh, what kind of stuff you're into. You could be a sports fan. You could be into music. You could be into art. You could be into like anything. And like, there is like a place for you at Thin Man in a way, or you could just not be into anything. And like Thin Man is just like, just one of those places that there's like, there's, you don't go there and you're like, Oh, this is a, this kind of bar. Like that vibe is kind of weird. Like, it's just one of those spots that there's yeah. something for everybody there. And there's also something to drink for everybody there. So Yvonne, let's talk a little bit about just like what's up at Thin Man right now. What are you guys getting up to? I know you guys just released a new collab with the World Cup coming up and everything. So you can, yep. can you get into that? Yeah. So um, Thin Man, there's a lot of uh, appreciate your kind words about Thin Man. That's 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 really great. Uh, it's it, it's great to hear. I think the number one thing that makes Thin Man what it is, is 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 the people. I know that sounds like such corporate uh bullshit speak but everyone there is is really just wonderful and is at if they're in the service industry on the service side like at the tap rooms they're they're the best in the game um on the on the brewing side it's a very small operation that makes a ton of beer and is that acts like a much larger brewery um and those people are are allowed to to be creative and and one of the reasons why i was brought on is is to kind of help engender that and kind of kind of grow that 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 spirit and we've been able to do it in a lot of cool ways uh, since I've been on, and, even, and obviously before. Um, so we're we're stoked to be to be partnered up with you guys. I mean, I, this is the cool thing about the Sabers and Buffalo and Buffalo sports. As someone who lived this experience for you know have their adult entire adult life, is a lot of people leave Buffalo. A lot of people stay in Buffalo, but a lot of people leave, but they carry Buffalo with them more so than mm -hmm. most places uh, on the planet. I would say. And I think the only other people that I could say that really just love where they're from and talk about it all the time are like the Irish guys that I knew in, in New York City. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 like all the guys from like Dublin and Cork all, were all my friends um, who would never listen to this podcast in a million years because they have no concept of the understanding of hockey. But they were the only other guys that I knew were as proud of their hometown as 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 we were um, in our little community down there. And so the opportunity to move back was huge. But the cool thing about the Sabres is not only it's obviously it's it's so massive here and it's it's such part of the fabric of the community but it's a huge huge part of the ex i mean it's the fabric of everybody else who who lives across the country and you know the sabers despite <sighs> a lot that they put us through uh <laughs> still is a huge place in people's hearts and the cool thing is this podcast and what you guys do is allows people like me before i move back and even now obviously because i live in the city um in buffalo I'm, I'm able to connect but it was a, it was a really great touchstone and the cool thing about thin man is we're the second large brewery in western new york um in the region and but i think we have a much larger reach than a lot of the other guys do um so a lot of our our, our fans uh the the people that buy our beer not only buy our beer in the in in western new york but they also buy it in places like pennsylvania north carolina uh georgia florida like like all these places where buffalo people have all moved to in the last like 30 40 years uh we have a little connection there so it just makes sense for us uh and on top of that being friends with you guys i mean obviously brandon your your band has played here at, at thin man so many times and we we love you for 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 just who you are as a good customer and also the fact that you rock our house like every <laughs> like it seems like every three weeks with a different band so it's great Thank um, you, man uh and then taylor 
very is a very close personal friend of mine. So he's my uh, he's been my hockey shepherd through the wilderness after I gave <laughs> up on hockey a number of years ago. Um, so so it, it's just it's awesome to collab with you guys. Um, we want to we want to get Sabres fans excited again um, because I think the team is going to be exciting and and you know this is kind of like a heady play for us. Like all right, I think this I think the team is in a good spot. Maybe not currently right now, but I think for the future, I think they're in a good spot and we want to partner with people who kind of feel the same way and kind of, you know, catch a little of that excitement and, and, and for the pe- folks that can't get into th- get down to the arena, we'll have them come, come to Thin Man and, and drink some beers and, and enjoy the vibe. And you guys are a perfect partner for that. So thanks for bringing us in and, and teaming up. I'm really excited for the events. Like you said, I think you covered a lot of it. Me personally, I'm most excited for the beer. Um, that's why I'm in this business. I'm, I'm like, I, I love creating beer. Um, I don't actually brew it, thank God, but I work on everything around it from the style to the, to the marketing, to the pricing and everything. I do all that stuff at the man. Um, so to work with you guys on, on a project like that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, and you know, we've done collabs in the past with, a. I mean, obviously we're kind of well known for that. So we do it with breweries, we do it with individuals, we do it with no matter who, like if it's a good, if it's a good organization, person or brewery, we're going to do it if they want to do it with us. So, um, the cool thing about us is we're it's a it is a true collab like you guys are going to tell us what you want and we're going to be able to try and make it so if it's terrible all of the blame goes on taylor i agree if it's terrible i'll probably like it <laughs> that's true you have the most insane alcohol drink taste out of anyone i've ever met <laughs> like the sabers returned i remember when the sabers returned to the arena and and i was living in new york city and and Taylor was at was at the arena, and I was texting him, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just having like a, a Labatt Blue Raspberry Light Hard Seltzer." And I was like, "That's your first <laughs> go when you go back to the to to all right, that's cool, man. All right, I love it, I love it." And he's like, "Yeah, I would much rather drink that than beer." I was like, "All right, cool. We got to yeah. so now. We got to make a sour." Well, I think it was into that. I think it was um, Labatt Max Cherry. That I was probably drinking. Oh, that's what it was. Because that what I described yeah. isn't like really that out of turn. Like I drink a bunch of those. No, it was the Max Cherry, which is like an, an insane. You're basically you're searching for a four loco. Like you've you've always been searching for the four loco. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that that's really uh been I don't know if it's my problem or more my journey since high school. So I I really am not trying to do that, but then there's something in my brain when I see something like a uh, Labat Max Cherry available, uh, 24 ounce for like twelve dollars and fifty cents at the arena, I'm like, deal, let's do it. <laughs> um, but I actually, oh, yeah. I did want to talk about um, the potential of the Sabers. Mentioning the P word here, playoffs. If the Sabers, not this year, but you know, soon make the playoffs, uh, they'll be playing playoff games in a Buffalo that's very different than the last time they made the playoffs. Very uh, different. And I think Thin Man's an example. Uh, it's, I mean, there are many breweries, obviously, but. Thin Man, I'm pretty sure, was not here in 2011. The last time they're no, in the playoffs, was it? No, 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 no. We, uh, so, we were, we were, we were, I think we started the year. What? When did O'Reilly get traded? What year was that? Wait, wait. What year did he get traded to the Sabers? Traded away from the Sabers. We left the Sabers. Oh, 2018. Yeah, so we started the year like at the very end of 2017. Oh, okay. So, oh, so a, yeah, a vastly really different Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in 2011, and just for example, like. I, me and Brendan would not have been out in the world at bars watching playoff games in 2011. Uh, and the people who were in Buffalo, even if they were downtown or Elmwood or wherever, 
there's a million places they could be now that are just so different than it was in 2011. So it's someone who like actually did have experience going out in a, a Buffalo where there was good hockey and nightlife. Uh, what do you make of that? Like making uh, this potential awesome. habit, you know, again. I cannot wait. I can't wait <laughs> because so the Sabres, the Sabres obviously were good in the nineties when I was growing up and I was uh, not allowed to drink, even though, Buffalo in the nineties was a, just a, a wash with underage drinking. And obviously I went out to a lot of different places, but those places are different now and they're very classy and you can't do that anymore. But 25 years ago, they were much different. <laughs> uh, and so it was kind of like clandestine, but now there's like really, there's a great vibe. Um, I go to thin man, obviously a little bit of a homer for bills away games uh, with my, my kiddo and my wife and, and my buddy and it's jammed. And I've never seen that which is so cool. So like, that's just like a hit. That's a regular season bills game. Obviously there's not a lot of them. So I still think that's a good blueprint for what this city's going to be like when, when the, I mean, I remember when the Sabres in that 99 run specifically, it was every single car in the high school parking lot had a Sabres flag. Uh, every single classroom had a Sabres flag. Everyone was wearing you. I went to a pretty stuffy uh, Catholic school and we were allowed to wear jerseys, which was pretty cool. Um, oh, wow. On game day. Yeah. I mean, it was just like a really, everyone was talking about it. Everyone was honking. You you just, you just be sitting on Delaware Avenue at like 1230 PM on game day. And some, and it was just at a red light and somebody would just, just honk, let's go Buffalo. And someone <laughs> would just honk back. And then everyone would start honking, let's go Buffalo. Just randomly. Yeah. It was so cool. It was just a really <laughs> great vibe. And, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Tage snipe at about 55 goals and powering us to a playoff spot. Um, next year, mm. maybe this year. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we sneak in. We get hot. The, the boys get back from defense on the on the on the defensive side of the of the puck, and you know, I mean, it's not going to happen, but it could. Yeah, I mean, it could. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect. <laughs> we it to love happen optimism. This year, but yeah, I mean, really, I'm, no reason it can't happen next year. Yeah, I, I've been so negative for so long that I have to be positive now, and and it's it's just been such bad hockey for such a long time. And then the only good hockey was a person that I really didn't like. Um, <laughs> he, and yeah, then he came and then he came back and he, you know, he did what he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it is, it's definitely been weird. I, I, I mean, I do remember obviously the time I remember the 99 cup, but I mean, I more specifically remember Oh five Oh six and Oh six Oh seven. And what that was like, like you mentioned how people having flags everywhere and everyone wearing jerseys. I remember, in 07, the first year of the slug, so many people buying the new merch, like the new jerseys and shirts. I remember specifically, I did a group project at uh, this girl's house in my class in eighth grade. And it was like May. It was during the either the Ottawa or New York series, New York Rangers series. And her whole family was wearing matching Briere jerseys on a Friday, like getting ready for the game. That's amazing. And, even like a couple of years later when they made the playoffs in 2010 and 2011, there was definitely not vibes like that around here. I think there was still a lot of leftover disappointment from July 1st, 07. So it really has been a long time since not just the playoffs, but since there was like extended uh, good feeling about hockey in the area. So yeah, I really hope well, that these guys, uh, these guys are that. exciting. I, I think, you know, I, I'm de I definitely have like a smooth boomer brain about hockey and the way that I approach hockey and the way I watch it. Like I, I was just mentioning to my, one of my favorite people on Twitter today, I was texting with him, uh, NT rider, Kevin, who I think you guys have had on the podcast. Oh, before. Yeah. 
I was texting with him about the little St. James correspondent. (laughs) Yeah. The correspondent of little St. James. I was, uh, I was texting him. I was like, yeah, it just looks like so-and-so is squeezing the stick. And I was like, I know that's a pre analytics era comment. And I understand that, but I also, I I'm open. I'm I'm an analytics agnostic. I don't know what have to, like, I, I frequently text you Taylor, like, Hey, they're talking about this, these three letters with a period in front of them. What the hell does that mean? And then Taylor writes a very nice, like, here, come here, Grandpa. Like, sit down. Like, here's your pills for the week. Like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and so, like, then he just like he explains me exactly what it is, and then and then I start getting into it. And these guys. So I come from a very like eye test perspective, which is so it's so shitty, but it is what it is. It's how I grew up watching hockey. And these guys pass such a better eye test than anybody I've seen since the brewery, brewery like those July first, those seven terrible awful day um those days and it's just they're gonna they're gonna get it together like they've got so many guys in the pipe you guys talk about it all the time there's there's guys there's guys coming up there's guys on the ice who are making crazy like tage thompson looks like a freak unicorn he looks like hockey josh Allen. like he doesn't make sense he does and to be honest what uh i like like about the start of this year is like all the analytics back it up too there's no one out there that could be like oh this he's gonna regress or he's gonna fall off like he could if he stays healthy, he really should score 40 goals. There's there's nothing there's no yeah. evidence out there right now that he's not a guy that should do that. I mean he almost did it last year, but yeah. now everyone knows he's for real. Um here's a real yeah. boomer take, Taylor. Here's yeah. a real boomer take. He <laughs> reminds me if like Todd Bertuzzi wasn't a scumbag and oh. actually just focused on his game and didn't like hit people dirty into the boards and, and do terrible things to people. If he just focused on his offensive game, he plays offensively like Todd Bertuzzi did with like a little bit more speed. Just I'm going to classify eyes. that as a uh, Gen X take. I feel like isn't Bertuzzi nineties, okay. early two thousands. Yeah. So that's probably mm. a Gen X take. I'm, I'm like an X annual. I was born in 82. So I guess okay, I qualify yeah. as like an X annual, but like Todd Bertuzzi was always like the sort of prototype for what you wanted. Um, and the Sabres never had a Todd Bertuzzi ever. I always focused True. on Todd Bertuzzi because we never had like a power forward, like guy who could just, Rip forty goals for you, stand in front of the net and bury people. But you and nearly really killed someone too. He did <laughs> nearly killed Dominic Moore. What a scumbag, Steve Moore. Yeah, yeah. yep, yeah. Um, oh, Steve Moore. His brother is Dominic. My bad. Um, and Tage looks like what I always wanted growing up in a hockey player. And I feel like the Sabers have. Ne- I mean, aside from maybe Dave Anderchuk, who was just a giant guy who stood in front of the net and got goals, but like Tage could move. It's nuts. Yeah, his hands are unbelievable. Some of the goals he scored this year, he's not even like some of them aren't powering his way to the net. It's just like doing absurd things six, seven guys never do. Yeah. And he's faster than everyone, which I don't also don't understand. No, it's it's wild. I, I don't really know where the skating thing came from. Like there was things like his shot, his first year in Buffalo, like it looked really good some of the time. Like you saw flashes where it was like, holy shit, that was incredible. Why don't we see that more than once every ten games? But I never thought he'd be like this confident and quality of a skater it's it's insane how how fast he's gotten better yeah you if you combine all that it, you're gonna you're gonna get him he's gonna he's gonna score 40 goals it's gonna be a consistent 40 goal score for the next six seven years if he doesn't get like i don't know a ucl injury and then decides to play through it. <laughs> one of those uh, the classic mid-season lobotomies uh yeah he honestly, all been there end up looking kind of underpaid Ugh. It's, anyway, it's, so smart people have said it is the most it is the most bargaining bargain deal in hockey right now. 
I would say. Now, yeah. I, I mean, like, a month ago, two months ago when he signed it, people were talking about it being a huge risk. And with the cap going up, I don't see it as really much of a risk at all. But anyway, so... even I was just going to say, too, he doesn't even have to go, like, how he just goes, like, Terminator mode in games sometimes. Like, even if he ends up being, like a 30 30 60 kind of guy as your number two center and with the cap going up that's still a fine contract there right that's taylor i mean contract. yeah Which like, he's not gonna be 100 yeah all right how about we hear um, from uh, yeah. our other sponsor really quick and then we are going to get into some dual quizzing or dual quizzes i should say for yvonne all right let's hear a word from our sponsors DraftKings. oh boy NFL Sundays are only getting better. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna throw a challenge flag on that. We need one. hoops fans. Get the basketball one or something up. <laughs> yeah, let's get the NBA one in here. Uh, so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. So check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to one hundred percent boost. DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, player props, and point totals. Uh, so I believe last week when I told people to bet, I first on the Monday show said to bet on the over and bills, and then switched <laughs> that thinking that Allen wouldn't play and said don't bet. I don't even remember what I – I think I said to bet on like college basketball. Uh, so this time – Did you bet on I, St. Bonaventure Canisius? I did, you can't. You can't actually. You can't bet on – you can't bet on college sports in New York for some reason, but you can bet on college sports that don't take place in New York. I don't know what the deal is with that, but good thing I didn't because I would have lost money. Uh, anyway, what are we going to bet on? You know what? I would bet on a big week from the Tennessee Volunteers, eight and one now. I bet uh, I would I would uh, I would take the over considering they just scored sixty again on Saturday, and they're really trying to finish the season strong make a case for the top four because they don't get a chance to play a good team again. So they got to beat up on bad teams. So that's who I would bet on America's sweethearts, the Tennessee volunteers. Mm. All right. So with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code THPN and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets. If your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner, the NFL with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details and responsible gambling resources. All right. And of course, at this point, too, uh, moving forward, also, you will be hearing a nice little ad read about Thin Man Brewery. Uh, Then again, this entire episode is pretty much an ad read for Thin Man. So starting. Yeah, you should. There's yeah, there's you don't need a Thin Man. Of course. Well, again, (laughs) episodes moving forward you'll be hearing a a quick little intro from us about thin man at the top of the episode and then of course at the midway point along with our our draft kings ad read we will also be giving some props out there to uh to thin man and keeping everybody posted on the latest and greatest things that are going on at thin man brewery but now as taylor and i before we're talking about the fact that we'll be hosting trivia we both yvonne came just ready to go to quiz you on the fact that you have not been following hockey that much over the past decade. And so Taylor and I have two very different quizzes and I don't know, Taylor, how we want to do this. If we want to go back and forth with them, or if you want to do yours first and then I'll do mine, um, I'll leave that to you, but we're going to put Yvonne's limited knowledge of modern hockey to the test. 
Hey, yeah, okay, let's real quick, real quick. In my defense, in my defense, before the tank, which I supported, just didn't want to watch, and everything that came after, and then the post 2011 and Miller leaving seasons. Before that, I was an avid Sabres message board guy in the early 2000s. <laughs> okay, I was the last. Do you want to admit this? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I was. I think my handle is something terrible, like. Uh, Mad Hatter 69 or something terrible <laughs> like that. <laughs> because God. before the puckheads, there were Mad Hatters up in the threes. This is like, wow, I'm really dating myself. And it was a bunch of dudes that showed up in hard hats and they would oh, show wow. beers. It was great. Anyway. So, okay, Grandpa, let's sit you back down now. Yeah. Sit me back. Listen, <laughs> I, I was a fan and I knew stuff before. So now well, I just, to, you know, to be fair, when we were talking about this episode last week, Athen man, mm-hmm. uh, I said I could do a '90s Sabers quiz, and you said no. I believe you said expose me on something or on. Yeah, I don't him. know now. Yeah, I believe him. that's what you said. So, yeah. but I, I don't. I, I think I made. I have some multiple choice type things here, so this shouldn't be too bad. So let's do this one first, and then do uh, Brennan's quiz uh, after that. Okay, uh, my phone so, is not in my hand. All right. So, all right. For starters, uh, the Norris Trophy has been won by. Five different defensemen the past five years, uh, or sorry, four different defensemen the past four years. Which one of these guys was not one of the winners? So, four of these guys were have won a Norris Trophy in the past four years, and one didn't. Kale McCarr, Victor Hedman, Adam Fox, Roman Yossi, Mark Giordano. Who didn't win one the last four years? Okay, uh, New York City. Adam Fox doesn't get what he deserves from the Rangers. So I imagine the league probably doesn't give it to him either. I'm pretty sure it's Adam Fox. Adam Fox won the, Shit. uh, the dumb 56 game season. So oh, it was okay. actually, that doesn't even count. Weirdly. It's Victor Hedman hasn't won in five years. Really? He's like the other dude that I knew. Yeah. He, he's mm-hmm. pretty much a finalist all the time, but I think like generally voters get sick of voting for the same guy. So they're just like, you're they the best defenseman in the league. My entire childhood. Yeah, that's a good that's a good example. Um, all right, so you were a goalie when you played uh, hockey back sure in the day. Was. Sure was. Um, who is the only active goalie that's won multiple Vesnas? Oh my god, um, multiple! <laughs> Dude, I don't know. First of all, it's the league's fault for me not knowing any goalies because they've just totally gone away from. Valuing goaltending. Mm. Uh, Carey Price? Oh, he he won one, and he is active, kind of. But it's Sergey Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky! Oh, that's the only other modern good goaltender I know. And he's, like, kind of washed. Yeah, he he goes where a lot of washed people go. Southern Florida. Mm-hmm. So... All right, so we talked about this guy a lot recently. He was a second rookie of the year voting two years ago. Was almost a hundred point guy last year, I think. Not quite, but and this year is uh, in the top five in the league in points. Just got a new contract. Jason Robertson. Who does he play for? Okay, that's not fair because that is the most bland name ever, and <laughs> hockey is full of cool names, and that's a terrible hockey name. It's not a good hockey name. They probably call him Robsy or something. Uh, it's probably terrible. Yeah, everything you oh. see, it's like this is the worst. Hockey nicknames are the pit. Um, 
Jason Robertson plays for the. I'll tell you what, you're on the right track with Bland. Oh, oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, Jason Robertson plays for the Nashville Predators. No, think that's, about the, that's really close. Think about the jersey you're wearing and who you're wearing and, and think about. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. He's a likable guy, but he just plays for a horrific franchise. I yeah. hate that team. Mm. Don't I hate all. everything about them. And then, like, when he went there, it was so bad. Yeah. Anyway, it's stars for anyone who was. was that was uh, really weird. Lady going there. That. Uh, so that, that 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 was a nail in the coffin when Lindy like went to the stars. I was like, all right, this is. And maybe, then they maybe were good. Not for me. For yeah, then they were very good. Oh man! All right. So how about this one? This one shouldn't be too bad. Who has more goals? Aust- this year, I should say this year. Austin Matthews and Patrick Kane combined, or Tage Thompson. Tage Thompson. That's right. Eleven yeah. to nine. Yeah, T.H. Thompson is leading the league in goals currently, if I'm not correct. Or if I'm correct. Uh, uh, no, Conrick David is now. Oh, he took he he's 15. Him? Yeah, he's been extremely hot. I am I think he's really, really not cool. Got to give some other guys a chance to shine. He's just yeah, going to lead the league in points every year. Yvonne, this McDavid guy, he's a, he's a good up-and-comer. You should, you should take a look into him. Boy, I wish the I wish we had gotten him instead of the ginger idiot, <laughs> which well, is what I call. Is that a little too blue for the podcast? No, no, know. trust are me. You, okay. Are you I talking about Cody? Jack Eichel. Eichel. We, uh, yeah, good. I hate Jack Eichel. I, Loud and proud. I could, I could go for an hour on Jack Eichel. I can't stand him. He was not the prince that was promised, even though I was told he's a great one. B, he's not, and he's got a real, real shitty attitude. And also, just mm. listen, it you are so much cooler if you don't taunt the crowd when we're on you. Like, if you just, like, if he just, like, skated around really quiet, fist bumped his team teammates, got back on the ice, and, like, said something like, I love these fans, it's a shame the way things went down, and it is what it is. Instead of, like, everyone on the team be like, he went through such a hard time, like Mark Stone, <laughs> like, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> well, like, it, it's just so inspiring to watch a guy who's getting paid ten million AAV uh, go into a team that's uh, struggling to find its identity and score five goals when we're supposed to be a cup contender. It's really inspiring. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the ginger idiot, too, I will say as we're recording this right now, I'm currently in Las Vegas. At the time of everybody listening to this on Tuesday, Tuesday night, I will be going to the Vegas Golden Knights San Jose Sharks game taking place in Vegas, of course. And let's just say I'm planning on getting put on a watch list by the end of the night. (laughs) That's awesome. Also, I should say, at this point in the podcast, none of this reflects the views of Thin Man Brewery. (laughs) This reflects the views of me personally and me alone. Yeah, Um, Yvonne, you told me, Listen, this money that we're about to give you for the sponsorship, I want you to take it and go wreak havoc on Las Vegas and Jack Eichel. <laughs> I, did. I did. Oh, I did. man. I did. Brandon's going to end up in a, a cornfield 100 miles away. <laughs> they just want to have a meeting. They just want to have a meeting, buddy. They just want to have a meeting. Uh, all right. So another fun one. Who's the only guy uh, among these five who does not have 10 goals so far this year? Bo Horvat, Jack Eichel, Andrei Svechnikov. Gabe Villardi. I 
think Jack had five when we played them on uh what was that? Wednesday night? Thursday. Thursday night. And he scored a Hattie. So he's at eight. Yeah, I think it's Jack. It is Jack. That's right. Yeah. He's Bum. the only one that does not. Uh Gabe Vierdi has ten goals. Uh yeah, how does that happen, that. by the way? I don't know. Is he good now? He just really figured it out, man. I, who, who the hell knows? How about this? I don't know who he is. <laughs> former <laughs> he is, first honestly, round pick. Honestly, most people don't. Yeah, he was a former first round pick, but he was, I don't know what, qualified as kind of a disappointment For recently. Sure. Injury so. issues too. And he, he last year, he finally got a shot and with LA like down the stretch and he actually looked like he was keeping his head above water a bit. And so people were like, oh, did he kind of turn a corner? And then this year he's been off to a pretty good start for them. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty Crazy solid. Um, all right, so another goalie question. Uh, so for when, when you actually still paid attention, Mark Andre Fleury, I'm sure you know him. Who does oh, he play yes, for the now? Over, the most overrated goaltender in history. Um, Mark Andre Fleury plays for like a really weird team, and there was like a big, there was like a big contract thing with it too, if I remember correctly. There was. He used to play for Vegas. True. And then he played somewhere else, and now he's on the team that he's on now. Yeah. Is he? I'm not. You know what? I'm going to say he's on somewhere wild. Like I'm going to give it to you. You're right. He's on the wild. <laughs> is he on the wild? He's on the wild. You got it. Did I say you, you should have let him? Should have let him. Let him let go. That's amazing. That's so funny. No, I knew it was something weird. I knew it was something weird. Like the wild. Like also, I have like a whole thing about the wild. Like the wild should be the North Stars. Just like who cares about the Dallas Stars? Nobody cares. It makes sense for the Stars to be the Stars, but you can bring back the North Stars and just like call them the North Stars. The wild make no sense. Mm. It's like a cat scratch for a logo. Like get it out of there. Give me the N and the star. No one's gonna get confused. People know hockey. Just go back to the North Stars. It's cool as shit. Better colors. Way better too. uniforms. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just yeah. like it's just a cooler vibe. Like the wild Minnesota obviously should have hockey. And people love it. But like watching all those people walk around. I was in Minneapolis a couple weeks ago. I was watching all these people walk around and clearly that you know they knew the Madonna years and everything. Like they're all like hockey fans and like Minnesota State hockey, Western New York, and for some god awful reason, Arizona are like the three hotbeds of youth hockey in the United States. Like, they should have a pro hockey team. But why yeah. is it called the Wild? The Wild makes no sense. These are, like, the vibe things that the NHL – the NHL gets all the vibe things totally wrong. At but all in the Wild, 100%, I think they've been – they're probably – they might be the most bland uh, franchise yeah, they, in hockey. Yeah, they're definitely – they're definitely the most bland because the Coyotes now play in, like, a Muni Barn. So that's yeah. – like they basically play at holiday rinks. Um, so there's going to be like a bunch of like uh, North Buffalo and like South Buffalo kids going to get in a fight outside of that arena at any given time um, <laughs> on like a, on like a Saturday night after youth hockey. Um, so they're, they've like stepped up from like the bland depths, but like, I feel like the wild definitely in there. Um, the Nashville predators. I don't care how cool their arena is. I, yeah. The hurricanes. They, I don't care how good they are. It's just bleh, like, you, you guys, like who cares about you? That's well, I think the Arizona is such a train wreck now, even besides the arena that they definitely qualify as 
interesting. Carolina is so unlikable that they at least they evoke a reaction this time. We we talked about this, I think it was during last year for a quiz. The Wild have never had a guy finish top five in points. They've never finished bottom five in like they've never drafted top five in the draft. They've never finished bottom five in the league. They've never I think they've only won the division that they've been in twice or once. And they've only been to the conference finals once and they got swept. So they don't really do anything. They're always Dude, in the middle and they never have anyone exciting. They're the T Wolves. I mean like for those of you who follow the NBA, yeah. they're the T Wolves. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're just they're just kind of there. Like it's and it stinks because like Minnesota's cool. Like I, I just had a bunch of Vikings fans with me in the game yesterday. It was talk about that. But sounds terrible. Yeah, it was awful. It was, you know, it's terrible. I'm really sick of just winning historical or losing historical games. Can we just like win one? Win one? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. No, I, not, not a Bills podcast. Not a Bills Cat podcast. <laughs> um all right, so another goalie question, actually, and Let's we go. just played them, so this one uh, you, you might know. Which okay. one of these three guys is not a goalie for the Golden Knights? Logan Thompson, Spencer Knight, or Aiden Hill? Spencer Knight. Correct. He's you. in Florida. Yeah, I knew Spencer Knight's not, but also we're, we talked about it before, like vibes. Those are Those are shitty hockey names. Like, we need those aren't hockey names. Aiden Knight is not a hockey name. Get that out of there. Yeah. I need like I need like 16 16 letter French names for my goalies. That's it. Or like a very very distinct Eastern European name. Yeah, Peter with two Y's in it. Yes. Mm. Perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. I know you're going to like this. We got a geography question. Okay. Um so Kevin Adams famously from Clarence mm-hmm. with a Y. And- Yes, with another guy with a Y. Which qualifies belong. you as an okay hockey name. Is it kind of a dumb name? Maybe. People, I don't <laughs> know. But it, it's a great hockey name because there's a there's a random Y in there. I'm into it. Absolutely. All right. So f- just a, a peek behind the curtain for people. Yvonne doesn't like uh, Western New York geography or just refuses to learn it. Uh, probably knows every micro neighborhood in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just no idea what's going on like two miles away from where he lived most of his life. So... Can you explain to me where I lived most of my life, though, Taylor? Can you explain to people where I lived? I lived right around the corner from them. True. Yeah. So, yeah, you lived in a cool place. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't feel like you had to know any of the suburbs, which is fair. But I don't I couldn't tell if you could actually know this one or not. But we'll see. Kind of Kevin Adams is from Clarence. What is the town to the west of Clarence, where uh, another former saber uh, is from? Uh, Justin Bailey is the first one I could think of from that town. Are you kidding me, dude? West of Cl- I don't even like. I couldn't even put Clarence on like a directional map. I know, like, <laughs> okay. So this is how I know Clarence, and I'm starting to learn these things much better now that I've I've, I've worked. But like in my, in my youth, I knew Clarence as oh man, we better figure out a designated driver because that's far. <laughs> if there's a party, in like that's how I know Clarence. Yeah. So just to frame it that way. Now, as a business professional in the in the, in the Western New York community. Clarence is a lovely place. There's a lot of great accounts out there. There's a lot of great, great stores and, 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 and restaurants. That being said, I live and die by GPS now. So I'm my, my hand is now forced. So I have no idea. I'm going to say west of Clarence is it's, 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 it's north and west. Williamsville? No. No, yeah, well, you're you're yeah, partial credit definitely. So the town is Amherst, but that's actually better because I said Justin Bailey's from there. He's from Williamsville, 
It's okay. a village in, in Amherst. So I'm going to count that. Okay. I literally pulled that one completely out um, <laughs> because I was going to say Hamburg. And then I realized I drive through Hamburg to get the stadium. That can't be possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hamburg's to the south of the city. Mm-hmm. But yeah, look at that. All right. That's so, the first and only time I'll ever get a Western New York geography question correctly. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, so I'm going to name a bunch of guys. Uh, these guys, except for one of them, in the last 15 years, were drafted by the Buffalo Sabres or Bills between the picks of 7 and 11. So five picks oh, in the draft. Okay. Okay. These guys were all drafted in there except for one guy. You tell me who okay. it is. How many years? How many years are you going back, brother? This is 06 to current. So it's way more guys than you would expect in that range. It's an unbelievable amount of guys. guys. That's a lot of guys. drafted between the seventh overall pick and 11th overall pick. That's It's our sweet spot, as you'll see. So it's Rasmus Ristolainen, Casey Middlestat, Alex Nylander, Dylan Cousins, Jack Quinn, Matthew Savoy, Josh Allen, Ed Oliver, Stefan Gilmore, CJ Spiller, Marshawn Lynch, Dante Whitner, Aaron Mabin, and Leotis McKelvin. Which one of those guys did we not draft between 7 and 11? Marshawn Lynch. Correct. He was 12. Yep. He was 12. Nice. Damn. That feels like too many guys to, uh, to the, That's have so that many range, guys between two teams to draft in like the worst spot to draft in fantasy and real life. Yeah. So it's 17 years, 15 guys. We did it almost once a year. Over the past 17 years. Unbelievable. Oh my God. I now I'll tell you what. I didn't pick a saber because I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> but the only thing that clued me off was like, I was like, I don't think Marshawn. I'm pretty sure Marshawn was 12. I believe we traded up for him, right? Uh maybe. I don't know. I know. Did they trade up for Spiller? They could have they gone. I, don't know. I think they traded up. For Spiller because it didn't, they might have not had a first round pick. Um, I will say this: we in 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 like a couple year period, we let Daniel Briere, Chris Drury, and Marshawn Lynch walk. Thanks yeah. for that, Yvonne. Appreciate it. <laughs> that was a great good reminder that we all needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved mm-hmm. high school. High school was a lot of fun for sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. All right, you're on a good streak now, though. So, all right. Uh, last question. Pretty. Well, I think it might be easy. So last coach the Sabres made the playoffs with was Lindy Ruff. Uh, the next coach they're going to make the playoffs with hopefully would be Don Granado. Yes. Who are the five coaches in between? Oh. Okay, so Ted Nolan for vibes. That was a disaster. Um, Ron Ralston. Which, Gardening gloves. Insane. Uh, Dan Bilesma, I thought he almost brought me back, and then I watched his like first or second game, and I was like, nope, I'm I'm done. I didn't watch <laughs> another game for the rest of the season. Because um, he had won with Pittsburgh, obviously. True. Um, Housley. Yep. And the worst person in the history of Buffalo sports, including, and that is including a murderer, (laughs) Ralph Kruger. That's right. Those are the five. All right. You had seven of ten right, so. That's pretty damn good. Let's go. uh, That's a passing grade. 
Let's Are you go. ready to keep putting your knowledge to the test here? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not now. I feel now. I feel good. Now I feel good. But this, this right. is where it's, I'm gonna like. Yeah. Okay. So as we had mentioned before, you had mentioned naming some guys, you know, and and hockey names. You know, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be these exotic, cool, crazy names, and so. We thought it'd be fun to put your knowledge of hockey players to the test over the past, we'll call it like 10, 15 years. I'm going to tell you a name and you have Mm -hmm. to tell me whether this was a real hockey player or it's a fake name. Okay. I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. First one up. Mm Jean-Francois Jacques. Okay. So I'm Jean-Francois Jacques. That's like a caricature of like a French name. There's no way that that's not, that's not a hockey. That can't be a hockey player. Although it might be a hockey player because French Canadians are unbelievable with the name with the, the name of their kids. French Canada is awesome because as a French person, my mom is French. I'm a French half citizen, half from the United States, half citizen. French Canada is awesome because they stopped speaking French in 1600 and then didn't change a thing. So it's a very cool place. So like that would actually mean. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's not real. I'm gonna say he's not real. Incorrect. He is real, as a matter of fact. He had played for the Edmonton Oilers from 2009 through 2011 and spent a very brief time in Anaheim. But, yes, he was with the Edmonton Oilers. That's the rare three first names. Like, that's not... Well, and I was French, so I knew it was appropriate to start off with one like that. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. I'm in. All right. We have another one here now. Another name. Clayton Stoner. No way. No Incorrect. way. Incorrect. It is a real hockey player. <laughs> Clayton Stoner. What are, is he is he Western Canadian? Let me pull it up really quick right now. Let's see here. That sounds like a corn fed BC dude. If he's actually real. Oh, where is he from here? Actually, he's currently is he, no way he's still playing. Is he still playing? I think he's with Vegas right now. And he is from uh yeah, British Columbia, Port McNeil, British Columbia. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a big fa- he re- he's still playing, really? No, I think he retired. Oh okay. I Fair thought enough. for a second it said. Oh yeah, he retired in twenty after twenty seventeen. Yeah. Oh, so it's been a minute. It's been a Jesus. little bit. What a name! All right, we got another one coming here now. All right, Junior Barlow. Junior Barlow. That sounds so real. But now I'm fucked up. That sounds so real. That sounds like a that sounds like a hockey player's name. But it also sounds like a major league baseball name too. It just sounds like an athlete's name. Like Junior Bar yeah, Junior Barlow. Yeah, that's a real guy. That's a real guy. Come on. That is really cool to hear because I was really with all of the ones that I made up, I was really trying to make them sound like athlete names. And Junior Barlow is not a real hockey player. That's a full uh, that's a great athlete name. That's Thanks, a great like man. wouldn't you like like Junior Junior Barlow hitting 226 in the series, like one for four last night? Like that's I will say I think that I have a little bit of uh of skill when it comes to this because for like video games I pretty much almost almost exclusively play like Madden and NHL and I love doing franchise mode and creating player names and stuff like that. 
So I, I have a little bit of skill when it comes to this sort of thing. So I'm glad to know that we're off to a good start. With that being said, on to our next one. Grant Klitsum. Is that a we're real hockey player? Way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Redmond, I love you. I think you're a very funny guy. I think you're you you every time we hang out, you make me laugh. You're cool. I listen to you on podcasts. You have great wit. Even you can't make a name like that. That is a real player. That is a real player. My friend, you are very correct. Grant Klitsum <laughs> was, in fact, an NHL player from 2008 to 2016 with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Winnipeg Jets. Nicely done. Oh, man. that's There's a lot going on with that name. <laughs> yeah, just an unfortunate name. That's, uh, that's really that's... Uh, unfortunate uh, spending his career in Columbus and Winnipeg. Yeah, in, yeah. in those time periods too. No, definitely didn't make the playoffs. No, or if he did, even. it was like once. Uh, question: Was he like a mauler and like a bruiser? Because that's because that would make total sense. Like growing up with that name, like you better be able to throw hands. Like he wasn't like a silky. Winger. No, 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 no. Yeah, shot. he was. He yeah. was a defenseman who he actually had never ended up playing more than his career high. In games was 51, but just going through like from 2009 on, he had 11, 31, 51, 12, 44, 32, and 24 games played. Like tremendous Bob Corkum vibes. Oh, incredible. The most exquisite. All right, next one up, Bo Bennett. And in this instance, Bo is spelled B-E-A-U. Bo Bennett. No, it's too it's too it's two sports. It's two sports. He's not real. He is real as a matter of fact, Yvonne. <sighs> Big bust, right? Yeah, I think was he a first rounder, I believe. Let's see here. Bo Bennett. Yep, he played with he's with Arizona, of course. I'm just trying to figure out what his draft year and positioning was. All right. He was actually the highest drafted Californian born and rate and trained player in NHL history and became the first California born and trained player to win the Stanley Cup when he won it as a member of the Penguins in 2016. Wow. Yes. Wow. So now, he's if a- I'm an NHL GM, I am not drafting a kid from California named Bo Bennett. It's just it's not happening. You can't that do that is it. a uh, really you stealing Valor with the spelling of that name. Where the hell is Yeah, that? you're not Cajun. You're from Irvine. Get out of here. Let me yeah. find this really quick. When was he drafted? Because now it's bothering me. I feel like I remember Penguins fans complaining about him because he was always like a guy that's like, oh, he's going to come up from the oh, AHL. He was the 20th overall pick in 2010. Oh, okay. So he was kind of a bust. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All what's right. your threshold for bust, by the way, real quick? Off topic. I mean, if you're a first round pick, not being an every night player probably, I think, qualifies wow. that. Okay. So we've had yeah. a lot of busts. The Sabres yeah. have had a lot of busts. Yeah, I think it depends on where you're picked to. Like, it's in like Rist- levels. There's Risto, like top- yeah, Nylander, right. both busts. Mendelstadt, maybe. So we'll see. And there's there's like degrees. You could be a, like a moderate bust, I guess. Right, right. I think Kit Mitten's hands are too good to be a bust. He's gonna get yeah. it. God, I hope. Oh, so. I hope so. Yeah, his hands are his hands are just too good. All right, on to the next one here. Francois Sorrow. 100% real player. 100% real player. Fake. Fake? Yep. Francois Sorrow. 
Yeah, I French you again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Oh that's, boy. Francois Rose is a great that's a great thing. You spend a lot of time on your franchise. I do you? all right with it. Yeah, I, I do quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're doing you're like manually inputting like the, the prospects. Like oh yeah, like, no, I I yeah. totally do that. Yeah. Uh, do you also are you also the guy that like won't give all your prospects like 90s across the board? You'd be like, no, he's a 55. He's a 65. Let's see if he develops. Are you one of those guys? Because that's pure psychosis. No, I, I definitely it. don't do that. Like if I don't know, it depends. I, I mean, in NHL, like you actually you can't edit guys after they've been drafted in franchise mode. You can only do that in Madden. So, okay. but that's the thing that's so frustrating between the two games is like in Madden, you know, if somebody has like half of a cool name, then I can just go in and switch it. Um, and if they suck, like I'm not going to have a dude who's like you know, 65 overall, like we will bump them up a little bit there. You know, I don't eh, No, I'm not into that. But with NHL, it's ridiculous because you can have a fucking, you know, Jimmy Hamburglar on your team and you have to just like have that guy be your first line franchise center. Like you know, like it's, overall yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, come on with that. Um, <laughs> all right. Next one up we have here. Jet Woo. Oh, man. Oh no. Jet Wu real. Yes. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. A... I remember I remember him for some no, reason. He's, he's an up and coming he's like an up and coming defenseman now. I think he's only yeah. like twenty years old right now. But yeah. Yeah. I remember that name. I remember that name. Okay. There we go. Yeah. All right. On to the next one. We're we're gonna go over to our, our Nordic friends for these next couple ones. Hell yeah. Uh first up we have Emil Jorgensen. Fake. Correct. Nice. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, no, that's too fake. That's too Jorgensen. No one. Okay. And then the next one we have is Pavo Lipinen. Ooh. That's another, like, again, like, that's just too, that's too finish to not be finished. It's finish. He's real. He actually is the former prime minister of Finland. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was so close. So you were right that it is super finished. Right. Oh. That's the that's the only one that I of he the had to have ones. a cup of coffee in the in the Finnish league. Like maybe like went over to like the KHL for a second. Back in the day, you yeah, know. Yeah, back in the day. Come on, oh, grinding it man. out for Malmo for like a season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the only one of the list that uh, of the fake ones I should say thus far. Oh, that, you threw uh, a prime minister at me, man. That's I had dirty. to do it. I had to so go dirty. one real name. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. I have two more here for you. First, the the first of the last two is Melker Carlson. Real or Melker, fake? Oh, Melker Carlson. No. It's, Melker? Melker's not. No. It is a real player. Of course he is. Of course he is. Of course. <laughs> Melker. What? Melker. The- M-E-L-K-E-R. Oh, my God. All right. That's another... That's got to be another corn-fed Canadian boy from, like, the West Coast. No, I'm pretty sure he is super Swedish. Oh, really? Oh, I should have asked how they spelled Carlson. Shit. Yeah, it's K-A-R-L. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's full Swede then. He is super Swedish. Nicknamed the Milkman. I mean, you know. He would have been huge uh, if there was a Wisconsin NHL team. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in the Midwest. Wisconsin, Minnesota. Like, yeah, like, just like they love Lutheran – Swedish hockey players. They also have to say milk. They do say milk. (laughs) Dude, everyone's like Swedish up there too. Have you been to Minneapolis? Everyone's like a son. 
I love really? Indianapolis. Huh. Yeah. Never been. Highly recommend as an away trip. Highly recommend. If the Sabres ever play the Wild in Minneapolis, I highly recommend going. Hmm. There we go. All right. Next up, we have Danny O'Regan. No, that per- that is not a real hockey player. That is a one of your cousins, you or Taylor's cousins. That guy bartended the Black Door on Thursday nights and got 40 <laughs> WIs in 2018. <laughs> well, a couple of them were a little bit before that, but he's cleaning <laughs> it up. He, uh, Brendan, do you want to tell him who Daniel Reagan is good friends with? Jack Eichel. He's a former Buffalo Sabre and BU standout from back in the day. He had a cup of coffee with the Sabres. Uh, for a little bit, but he is a real player. Well, I don't take back the DW. No, <laughs> all right, all right, that's all right. All right. All right. Danny Reagan. All right. Amazing. Well, Yvonne, hell of an effort on both of these quizzes, my man. Thank you very much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Before we sign off here, any other last, uh, you know, little promo shout out you want to give to Thin Man and, and let the people know where they could find both you on social media and Thin Man as well? Yeah, so um, honestly, just go go straight to go straight to the memory. Um, we our, our our social media team has been working really really hard over the last like six months, and and we we've we've come up with some really funny stuff that's on there, and we're also very informative. We work really hard on our branding and our, and our beers, so um, we've got some cool stuff coming out there. Um, every time uh, Brendan or Taylor talks about us on the podcast moving forward, it's going to be a little informative. We tend to release a beer every week. Um, and we're plan- we've got our current schedule planned up until next summer. So we've got some really cool, fun beers coming out, um, including the whatever we end up calling the Straight Up Sabres beer. Um, open to suggestions as well. Um, yeah, we're we're just stoked to be with you guys. Um, I think it I think it makes a lot of sense. You guys are cool. Um, we we you keep us informed in a very very casual, positive way. And I really like that both of you are like really really smart about hockey. And understand about the way hockey's going with the with the respect that what the way hockey is watched and recorded and reported on and and measured even and you're still you still have a really great way of like sort of breaking that down and making it approachable without like dumbing it down in any way shape or form so i really appreciate that and i think that's that's uh that's that's huge and 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 it's uh it's awesome and i think once we get some healthy defensemen going i think we're gonna be uh we're gonna be a much better team Hell yeah, yeah man. thanks, bud. That's thank great you to hear. Those, yeah, thank you for those kind words. That that definitely means a lot. And, you know, just as you are excited, we are as well, like just beyond hyped for this, for the events, for doing the ad reads for you guys, for the beer, like every single component of this we are so psyched about. And so we're uh, we're excited to be a part of the Thin Man Brewery family. So Hell yeah, man. again, Yvonne, thank you for joining us. We very much appreciate it. And again, everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in both today and over the years and helping us kind of, you know, elevate what we've been doing and getting us to this point where we have an opportunity like this. So again, everybody, this has been an episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites, social media, and whatever streaming platform you're currently using to listen to this episode. Check out all of our fellow shows. Make sure you're checking us out on social media as well, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Straight Up Sabres. Last but not least, make sure you're checking out our other sponsor of this podcast, DraftKings, and using that promo code THPN at checkout. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Thursday. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. This has been Straight Up Sabres. 